You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. Welcome back to the Checkers Podcast, episode 21. Woo! My favorite number. What's 9 plus 10? 21. 21. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here with my co-host. AJ the Diva, please believe her. Oh. And guess what, yeah. y'all? My birthday is November 21st, so this is about to be a great episode. Oh, wake the fuck up. Wake Scorpio up, hoes. Okay. Um, let's just jump right into it. Um, to check in. I have some church notes, even though they're not really church notes. Like, I definitely went to church this morning. It was pretty much about, like, following, you know, the carpenter and what's mm-hmm. perceived as acceptable for someone who considers themselves a part of the kingdom versus what's not. But I feel like something that was more applicable to the checkers, especially to set the scene for the week, would be this video I found from Beyonce. And she basically was talking about like her um, success and how it's been like recognized in terms of the Grammys. Mm-hmm. So she like mentioned like she won 20-something Grammys, but she lost 40-something times. And she said something that really stuck out to me. She said, don't feel entitled to win. Mm. Surrender to the cards you're dealt. Mm. And I feel like that's definitely something that clicked for me, especially during this time of the pandemic and like how the job market is. Mm-hmm. Just um, surrendering, surrendering to the cards that you're dealt is very important. And that's what we've been preaching in terms of like keeping your faith in God and not in man. So I felt like that was definitely something that I felt like needed to be shared amongst our little group. Yeah, for sure. I think so many times and I think even we've like spoken about this when we like go over like award shows stuff mm-hmm. and, and we're like, yeah, like this person should have won. And it's just like, even you personally, like, you know, you may feel as though like I should have gotten this or yes. I should have gotten this rec- recognition, whether it's at work or elsewhere. And honestly, sometimes it may be a blessing that you didn't. Yeah. Um, literally, I've always felt that way in terms of, like, you've had, like, the qualifications, you have the experience, you have the skill set mm-hmm. to really, you know, get something. And oftentimes, especially during this pandemic, it definitely taught me to, you know, like, you never know what to expect. And she said something that was really interesting, too. She said losing can give you the motivation to gain an even bigger win. So definitely take that and like put that into your spirit for this week. You know, find motivation in your losses. So I definitely want to give you guys that to just begin the week. Lovely. For sure. Um, we have a couple condolences. You want to get into that? Yeah. Um, rapper um, Mo, M-O-3, mm-hmm. um, he was shot and killed in his hometown of Dallas this past week. Dallas and so is super active. This is very heavy coming off of, you know, last week's episode of us discussing King Vaughn and his untimely death and 
Um, just reading more about the rapper Mo. He was an up-and-coming artist out of Dallas. Um, he had a really popular song with Boosie. Uh, it was a close friend of Boosie's. Boosie uh, took to Instagram and really, like, spoke really highly. And, you know, this really impacted him. Definitely. Um, a lot. And just reading more about the story of, like, essentially, like, Mo, um, from what the re- reports are telling us, is that um, he was leaving a female's house and he noticed that he was being watched. Right. Um, he, someone was following him. Mm-hmm. Um from the home to a gas station and um he had tried to essentially like lose the other vehicle on a highway yeah on a highway and ended up crashing and you know he got off his car and the reports are saying that he ran for his life before the person um basically shot him in the back of his head um, definitely like an execution for Ugh. sure. And there's, um, you know, police haven't identified a suspect yet. But like I said, um, you know, he was shot and killed in his hometown. Yes. Um, he later died at the hospital. So definitely prayers and condolences to his family. Definitely. Um, also, um, prayers are and thoughts are with Boozy as well, because apparently also in Dallas, he was at, I believe, like some type of demonstration for mm-hmm. the rapper who passed away, and apparently um, he was shot in the leg. Yeah. So definitely prayers to him. Um, gratefully, he didn't lose his life or anything like that, but definitely prayers to him. And also condolences to the family of Pawan Charles. Mm-hmm. It's a huge thing right now, it's going pretty much viral. He's, like, 15 years old um, in Louisiana. He was found in, like, a sugarcane field. What? Yeah, mutilated. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And pretty much he was missing for a while. His family definitely had, like, you know, alerts out for him and things like that. And they found him. So people have a lot of speculation. But overall, definitely thoughts and prayers to the family of him. This is definitely giving, you know... Big drama thrown mm-hmm. through. Um, it can be racial. It can be, you know, police brutality. Like, it can go so many different ways. We're not really sure okay. of... And, you know, deep in the deep south, mm-hmm. child. Who knows? We're not really sure of the logistics of it so yeah. far. But yeah, and 100%. Apparently, he was picked up from his home by a white mother and son. And they were... What? Yeah, I guess it was like a hangout thing. Like, he wanted to hang out with his friend. And then he disappeared. So, yeah, it's definitely giving... That reminds me of that case of... And and I cannot recall her name right now, Mm -hmm. but she was an adult. She was a black woman. She slept over at her friend's house, and she was the only one that died. Yeah, I think she was, like, hung or something like that. Yeah. I definitely remember. Mm -hmm. So, you got... It's definitely, like, a very weird, eerie time. That we are living in. For sure. You know? So, definitely just be on alert, you guys. Yeah. Through and through. And then lastly, um, prayers to Jeremiah. He is reported to um, have the coronavirus and yes. he is in the ICU on a ventilator. He's in critical condition. Uh, fighting for his life. And so some, um, I know Chance the Rapper, 50 Cent, um, a lot of other people have posted, mm-hmm. you know, to keep him in prayers. And, you know, we're going to get into this later, but COVID is still around, y'all. COVID is back, honey. She never left. And, you know, just prayers to him. He's very young. And so, you know, hoping that he is able to fight through. through, Yeah, and pull through to this. Definitely prayers to them, for sure. Um, 
Now let's jump into new music. This is where we talk about, you know, the newest things to hit our AirPods. You know, new music Fridays. The talk of this week definitely was Pussy Talk. Really? Was it? Because I... Yes. Ugh. Specifically, okay. why exactly do they have the male rappers on it? Like, people wanted females on the Pussy Talk record. Okay, well, I'm okay. So, <laughs> spoiler... There was a Pussy Talk remix featuring Quava, Lil Wayne, and Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. Um, the remix is severely underwhelming. Definitely. Um, this will not be in my Serato. This will not be on any playlist of mine. Period. I think um, out of all of them, like Quavo did the best. Would you say? What do you think? Sure. I would. I, it's not memorable to me at all. It doesn't make me want to revisit and listen at all. Oh, wow severely underwhelmed through and through like I honestly I didn't even think about like the men being there I was like okay like I was open to that but then I'm just like what I just did not honestly none of their verses stuck out to me Quavo did some of the best on the track but like even his verse is just not even like you know the girls are out rapping the men what a time to be alive yeah I just did not and also just because this song what it's very challenging to, um, you know, remix a song that is so, like, it in its original form. Definitely. Like, you really have to have some hard hitters on the remix to make mm-hmm. me like the remix even more than the original song. And this Definitely. just did not, this just did not do it for me. And so, I just, I don't know why, I don't know who asked for this. Yeah. But I did it. Yeah, it definitely should have been like a, a movement amongst the female rappers, like for yeah, sure. Yeah, like you could have gave me some mulatto. Yeah, Megan possibly. Maybe Meg. Hopefully, you know, a little Cardi. Yeah, like you know something. It would have been definitely. It would have better. It, it definitely would have been better if they had. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, I that. just did not need them on there. That remix was severely underwhelming. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep streaming the original. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have. So I believe a few episodes ago we spoke about you know Kanye and the baby had new music coming, and mm-hmm. boy did it come. <laughs> the na 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 remix. Um, I will say I really did like the baby's verse on this a lot. It is um, definitely different from any of his other flows and, you know, that whole, like, What's to bring him out of himself? Um, possibly. Wow. But he's, like, I mean, baby can rap, period. But it's just yeah. outside of that flow, just hearing him flow in a different pocket um, definitely, definitely is very refreshing. Um and that's just all I have to say. I don't. I don't know if I'll. I don't know how much replay value this has for me. But it has none for me. Um, I did enjoy the baby's verse. That's what stood out to me mostly. Yeah. Nothing else for you. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing through nothing. I listened and I said, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> We're done. <laughs> we see each other. <laughs> we see each other and now we here yeah um next g4 boys featuring dream doll um prada this was a remix yes this was a remix as well i did not I don't like know, her accent i don't know if you are you familiar with the g4 boys oh uh, i listened to one of the other songs that i really liked and that always went off in starlet's <laughs> they, had, they, had, <laughs> they had a remix with the should i mention tory lane's 
Ooh. They have a song called Patek Philippe, and I really like that song. It was super catchy. My watch, Patek, my fool, Philippe, your girl, a freak. I Are they energy. based in the UK? I don't know, to be honest. I, mm. I I don't know, but that song with Tori went up in the strip clubs. Like it was a real good song. Like gotcha. it was dope. Um, this song, it was giving me like UK drill. Definitely UK drill, and like Dream Doll put on like this UK. <laughs> Accent and that's where she lost me. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I just felt like she could have just kept her regular dream and nightmares flow. That too. But like she did the dreams and nightmare flow with the UK, and I'm just like, you're doing too much. Yeah, I just feel like it just didn't feel authentic. Yeah, it didn't feel authentic. At and all. I'm all for like artists trying new things, but it's just like new things that are just from like your pocket. Yeah, you know. This. Because even I, I sat there and I thought about you know when Nikki would do like her Roman character. Yeah. And that. But like even that. It was authentic to her because she had developed that persona, that personality, right? Mm -hmm. And so she lived in that. So when we got a Roman verse, like we knew where she was coming from in those things. This is just Whereas Dream Doll, it just felt like a Roman Yeah, like impersonation. And I feel like too, like. And dare I say, if she. If she would have pushed the envelope any more, like, dare you could be offensive. Definitely. (laughs) Just saying, like. I feel like with her, like, she's definitely. An artist, I will definitely give her that. But I feel like in terms of development, that's where she's struggling. Like, she gets points for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, with the dream and nightmare flow, like, I def- I'm definitely for it. But I feel like when you try to, like, put on accents on top yeah, of I the flow. I think it's a lot. I feel like dream, you have to... Right now, you have to really come into who you are as an artist first yeah. before you, like, tap in. Because that threw me off. OD. A lot. I, Not gonna hold you. But I feel like what it is too, like she's struggling with a sound because it seems like she's trying to keep up with this like drill sound. Mm-hmm. And of course, like she's getting, you know, features and things like that because her Instagram presence. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I don't think it's sticking. Yeah. You know? I and, and I don't think she's getting better. You know, like that's one thing I said about Megan today. Like Megan is actually getting better. The more features she does, like I'm mm-hmm. seeing improvement in her flow, her delivery, and her overall sound. Mm-hmm. With Dream, like I'm not really seeing improvement, you yeah. know. And so. that could be partially because she has not put out any original music as well. Got to, yikes. So, <sighs> but Dream, you know we we love you here, but we do. Mamas, you missed the mark on that. No Definitely. shame. Um, so we have some new albums as well. Mm-hmm. Two Chains released a new album, so help me God. Um, I'm gonna be quite honest, I did not listen to it. Um, I listened to some of the features that really stuck out for me. Um, he has a feature with Ty Dolla Sign and Little Dark, um, Mulatto, of course, the Quarantine Thick song. Love that one. Um, he also has Kanye and Brent mm-hmm. and um, Young Boy NBA. Um, and so from the features, I enjoyed it i just wasn't expecting a two chains project not right now with that quick turnaround from you just releasing that single like last week yeah and i'm like i guess that was your lead single (sighs) i don't know Um, maybe not too much two chains crossed my desk but Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't see like a real rollout or something but so far i've enjoyed the 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 features can't really speak to the whole album i've definitely been seeing a lot of people bump it so okay. I, I feel like it's definitely getting airplay okay good for him well two chains can rap yes we're not so, gonna take that away from yeah. him i definitely 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last and, you know, certainly not least, this is what I'm here for. Future and Ludi, Little Uzi album. Pluto and Baby Pluto. I did not know that I needed these two to collab on a project. Mm-hmm. I did not know that I needed this. I am thrilled. Dre is not so thrilled. I was a little underwhelmed just based mm-hmm. off of what they, you know, basically alluded this would be. What did they say? They basically was giving like, this is going to change the game. Oh, see, I love when I miss those announcements. <sighs> because now look at you, underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. And apparently like, <laughs> this is one of, I believe, three projects. Yeah, apparently this one is just for like the streets. The next one is going to be up. Okay. But... <laughs> Well, I will say this. I think Future and Little Uzi makes for a better collab than Future and Drake. I know we sit here and I'm we love... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I know that... Well, y'all sit here Those and love... Those two? That's a dream team. I feel like y'all sit here and y'all love, you know, Future and Drake because yes, but let's be real. That fucking... What was that project with Future and Drake? That project was a bunch of throwaways that just sampled... Drake's verses like I felt like that wasn't a real joint project whereas I feel like I hear Future and Uzi on the songs like I feel they like on the same accord yeah like I feel like they just balance each other in such a great way they kind of do I don't like when Future does the whole like auto-tune thing mm, okay I like his real voice okay. I think God blessed him with a deep soulful soulful mm-hmm. voice um, my favorite two single two songs off the project would definitely be um, "Plastic" and um, "Moment of Clarity." Okay, okay. Dark Tropic, I'll call her Tina Colada. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Colada, you guys, you have to get in tuned. She is like a bottle girl slash Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, like beautiful brown skin girl through and through, like untouched face yes you know beautiful really beautiful i love that little line for her yeah. but i love um bought a bad bitch and i really actually really like the intro stripes like burberry as well mm-hmm. um yes yeah, so i all the while i did not know that this was like a series of projects so yeah it's a I big mean, thing hopefully they don't saturate the market too much because then i just might be because they will do it yeah yes they will they have songs out of bullshit yeah but did you see um, JT did an interview this week with um, Young Miami and they basically asked her to like rank oh rappers. the rappers yes I actually didn't see the video she had to like rank Uzi and um was it Rhapsody why would they put those two together it was a female rapper for oh. sure and who did she pick Uzi? no Tiara Wack oh Tiara Wack it okay. was Uzi and Tiara Wack mm-hmm. and she chose Tiara Wack <laughs> And it was a big thing. I guess she was trying to be funny, she tweeted. But Uzi caught a fit. He was online. He's really a bad bitch. Yeah. Love him JT can't keep him together. That's why she did. Yeah, she was like how um, you'll never find a bitch better than me. Did she show her little nipple on? (laughs) I saw it. You saw her expose? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I was there for it. Um, Also, some good news this week. Because you know um, you've been jacking forever. I've been, and nobody seemed to be concerned about she this. She dropped but, this for you. But Meg finally announced her debut album, Good News, dropping this Friday, hmm. November 20th. And I'm, 
I'm not most fan of the title doesn't do anything for me. I mean, the visuals, like what she's putting out on Instagram looks great. I unfollowed her. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Just please. I got tired. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what this project is going to be. Truthfully, I'm really excited because I'm as going I mentioned, to go in there with open ears, no expectations. I truly feel like her, she has evolved as an artist through these features, mm-hmm. and I can just imagine like what a full body of work looks like for her. I, I don't want to raise my expectations, but I am definitely excited. However, I will say, if your intro or your outro is not that fucking freestyle. That you put out. Oh, it was the me for me. Yeah, yeah. I need you to. I I hope her intro is so. I hope her. I hope her intro just. Gets but that's what I'm saying. Like she has really evolved Ooh, as an I hope artist. So. I, I hope didn't so. realize like she got that great, you know, because she's really been on everything, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just been like one big snowball. Even WAP, like that's what I'm she saying. She really ate. To run from WAP to um, I got a stank ass walk. Like, she's just really just jumping from hit to hit to hit. Like, Mm -hmm. that is a great level for her to be on. And, you know, I'm definitely clapping for her. For sure. I'm I'm really excited to see what this project is going to be about. And bad news. I um, got an update. A little chat. Yeah, apparently EJ, he recently sat down with one of these media um, shows. And basically confirmed that Megan tried to confront him at Cardi B's party. Mm-hmm, As we mentioned a couple weeks ago, she yep. was drunk. And she had his- <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> you you want to take the validity out of everything. She was drunk. She was drunk. Okay. You called her an alcoholic. Did you forget? <laughs> so EJ said she was drunk. And he said when she's drunk, she gets really passionate. And he just basically didn't want to, you know, dive So they two big girls. Let's be very fucking clear. They two big EJ's girls. a big-ass bitch. That man is like 6'7", mm-hmm. with a wig. And Megan is no small cup of tea. So, yeah. I just imagine it must have been like the Clash of the Titans, you know? So. <laughs> Not so, Friday night, night, night lights. Okay. <laughs> He basically was saying, like, he didn't want to get into that at Cardi's party. He wasn't really drinking that much. Yeah. And how, like, JT ran over. He basically confirmed everything that, um, that Jason, Jason. Mm-hmm. had mentioned on Hollywood Unlocked. For sure. So, this is just the confirmation we needed. Like, Megan is an unstable creature. <laughs> to close out like that is sick. I know. You are... <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, to wrap up new music, listen, y'all, if y'all didn't see the tweet, little Baby said, y'all ain't getting no more motherfucking features. That's a big thing. He's locked in his album mode. And I let me tell him. you, if he comes out with it... Let me tell you, little Baby really has not missed since 2017. I can't... Please go back and do the fucking math. Like, I'm ready for the beats. I'm ready for him to rock If the he beats. does another My Turn... Not like the thing is, like, I'm still playing his album to this day, top to bottom. To this day, like, so <sighs> I'm really excited. I'm beasting, like, I'm a miss little, little baby. But if that means that I'm gonna get a project in the start of 2021, then I'm aligned, I'm aligned, and, absolutely. You know, that's all we're here for. And now let's get into our checkups. Yes, y'all, you know, whew, this is when we just bring y'all some more information. 
on our previously covered stories. Mm-hmm. And we want to start with Brianna Taylor. You know, the officer who, um, what is this man's name? Officer Brett Hankinson. A white man. Yes, who was charged with three counts of wanton endangerment in connection to... Three counts of nothing. Right. <laughs> um, in connection to Breonna Taylor's death. He has now been accused of sexual assault in a new lawsuit. This nasty-ass man. And so, this comes from um, a woman. I'm looking... Do I have her name here? Eh, I don't have her name here. But... Um, it's coming from an encounter back in 2017 where he worked security at several different bars in the area. Um, and, you know, essentially um, the woman details that, you know, they took Uber home together. He walked into her door. Then he invited himself inside and wow. sat on her couch and... She is alleging that Hankinson went into her room, stripped off his clothes, and basically assaulted her. Um, she yelled for him I, to get off top of her, and then when, um, then after he was done, he just picked up his uniform and left. Um, I'm on her side. Hello. Yeah, they need to bring him. And down. then apparently after the incident, he messaged her. To insinuate that the sexual act was consensual. Yikes. So talk about motherfucking gaslighting your fucking abuser, like your fucking victim is crazy. Um, and so yeah, there's a special place in hell for him. And listen, and it's really unfortunate though. I was like, fuck, we couldn't get him on Brianna Taylor, but we're gonna try to get you here, which is Terrible. really fucked up. But you're just a nasty ass man. So to Let's hell with talk you. About how like sexual assault holds more weight than killing a black woman. Hello? Terrible. Like, the times we are in. Mm. Um, yeah, so, honestly, hopefully somebody gets you in quick. <laughs> I know niggas gonna fuck him. <laughs> Nobody drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? You need to fuck him to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just stab You're him just in his hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's gonna die a terrible death. A nasty man. Um, also, we have some election updates. Um, specifically with Georgia. Georgia turned blue. Absolutely. Jo- Joe Biden is the first Dem to win Georgia in 28 years. That is sick. And we touched on that last years. week. Yes. And we were talking about... But oh. this week, we got the confirmation that he won. Yes. So, like, that is... And this is all due to the work of Stacey Abrams. A black woman. Huh. Hello. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to make a quick announcement. Um, you know, so the Georgia Senate, they're having a runoff election. Nice. Um, and so this is a real time for, for you know, folks to mobilize and um, still vote so that way we can turn the Senate blue as well. Because as you know, listen, your president could be a Democrat all he wants, as seen with Obama. The fucking Senate was Republican, so therefore they would not pass anything. So, for children, basically the president <laughs> is like the head or the mask of the body. Mm-hmm. The Senate and like the House of Representatives is like the body. So, you need to have control of the body. Hello. So, you can control the face. I love you know? that analogy. So, yes. And so, Georgia's having a runoff election January 5th, right? And so, this means that. 
Current 17-year-olds, if you will be 18 by the election day, January 5th, Mm -hmm. you can vote. You can register to vote and vote in in the Georgia Senate runoff, okay? And this is very important. I'm seeing a lot of folks, you know, mobilizing and doing that type of stuff. Hopefully, Stacey Abrams is out there on the grounds helping, getting young folks to register to vote because we really need that Senate to be blue. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, Lord have mercy, child. Um, Trump is still carrying on, y'all. Trump is refusing to concede. He is refusing to acknowledge loss. And this is making for a very um, divisive transition between our presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard them talking about I heard them talking about it on the news a, a lot. And honestly, like it also it's also quite scary just because it's like, you know, we don't transitioning into like for Joe Joe Biden to come into office like not saying that everyone is going to be also happy or whatever but it's like he's already going to experience a lot of pushback but like this Trump keeping his dumb ass people fueled up is just like it's toxic like it's very toxic and even I was watching like, the videos this past weekend of, of the MAGA march oh my god sent me they were cutting up and as he just robot to go golf, they're dumb. I would not be marching for this man. And so yeah. it's just very, uh, like, you know, he's just still carrying on. Like, he's still saying that there's fraud. The federal government is coming out saying that this is this has been the most secured election ever <laughs> in the history of elections. This morning, he actually finally admitted that Biden won. But of course, he's like tried to add like all the falsities and things. Yeah, like that. and he's still like but you know he's states getting, are he's, dismissing his cases, his his lawsuits because you just don't have any evidence that there was any fraud. But he's taking steps to reality, which is the positive. Hopefully, you know they were saying on the news that you know there are people in his like there are fellow Republicans that are like in his ear telling him that like you need to just concede and like this right. is what's happening Oddly, Melania I'm, wants a fucking divorce so bitch get the fuck out <laughs> like period yeah so it's it's just crazy a, a crazy time also um Kamala recently appointed Kareen Jean Pierre as her chief of staff um Kareen has been working with the Biden Harris campaign for some time now advocating for different LGBTQ things so this is definitely a huge step kareen is a black woman so this is huge definitely shout out to her for sure and then we have some king bond developments oh lord so so oh my gosh i want to start with so after our last episode i took time to actually see king von's i mean yeah king von's manager interview with academics Mm. And it was actually very insightful. I watched it. It was like a complete hour long. I watched the entire hour. I saw the snippets. It was very insightful. Um, His manager shared that, like, basically, this moment really happened in a blink of an eye. Like, it was really on some, like, they were at Opium celebrating his album release and that they decided last minute to go to a little after hour spot. So that's where they were at. Right. Cool. But essentially, um, Vaughn was in his car. They were like smoking or whatever. 
and one of his mans told him that Quando Rondo was in a car next to him. Quando Rondo was apparently sleeping, sleeping in the car. I heard about that. Right? And so I I think this kind of ignited this. But wasn't there like Twitter stuff too? I saw Twitter stuff. Oh, I'm not sure about the Twitter stuff. I saw Twitter stuff. He was like, he's not hiding. He's here. Pull up. Mm, I don't. Okay, I don't. I, don't, I, mean, <laughs> I missed that part of my story. But um, and so essentially, uh, from the manager's perspective of like you know, they take security and safety detail very you know serious, considering that you know they are with people that cannot um, have firearms, and so that's why they have security that carries firearms for them, right. etc. And so um, the manager just basically details of in a blink of an eye, Vaughn hops out of the car. He happens to at this. It's talk about. I don't know if this is divine intervention, but <laughs> the minute Vaughn hops out of the car, eyes on Quando. He, him, and Quando meet. Meet. They start tussling, and then Tim. one of there. Then then Quando's man fires at him, and it's really crazy because that's the footage that they basically. Um, was released this week. Yeah. That specific angle mm-hmm. of Vaughn coming out of the um, van, the mm-hmm. Sprinter, and basically he turned the corner of a car. He sees Quando. He pops on him. Bah. And they start. He well, basically he start washing Quando. Tim pulls up from the back of the car and bang bang. Yep. And it's the done done. And it's done. And so, so it's really just so crazy because. It, Last week, you know, we we spent a good deal on this though, and we talked about like what is the reason, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like no reason. Vaughn and and Quando were cool a couple months ago. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So the only thing that ties them is this Asian doll, young and this NBA young boy stuff, right? And the vice versa. And so it's like we don't really know what. Like, I don't know why when Vaughn heard that Quando was in the vicinity, why he had to pop on him. It's the Twitter stuff. We, it's mm. deeper than that. Yeah. But it's all nothing, which is why we got into it last week. Mm-hmm. Because it's all coming from nothing. For but, sure. Like, I've been seeing a lot of videos, which is like highlights that local mindedness and people reposting it too, like letting me know, like, okay, you're local minded too. Yeah. Of his op basically saying, like, Vaughn was a stand up guy. Every time I saw him, like, he was shooting it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> People reposting it, but my ops would say the same thing about me, too. And I'm just like, what? But it got really eerie with Asian Doll and just how she's been, like, processing Poor Asian the death doll. of her... Her twin flame, essentially, yeah. you know, because she's posting videos of telling him while he was alive that she would die if he died, things like that. Yeah, they need to check on Asian doll. Yeah, she's that speaking to Vaughn through a medium. Like she, um, last week around this time, she sent out a series of tweets of saying like these were Vaughn's last last words. Like, how did you let them get up on me? Blah blah blah. Right. Basically insinuating that his friends left him for dead. Right, which is not what we saw in that. Which video. is not what we saw, but then also the manager also shed light on Asian doll as well of saying that like she's speaking to Vaughn through a spiritual guide. I didn't like that. Ooh. Because basically what he was doing was 
what he was saying though because my thing is like when when I first saw those tweets I'm like Asian how do you I'm like did he say this out loud to you no she basically when she wrote it like I could tell like she was speaking from a spiritual level yeah how you, how you know if you reread the tweets you'll see well she deleted them oh <laughs> but if you reread it you'll see because she wasn't there she wasn't present mm-hmm. while it was happening so it was like she had said something specifically that let me know like oh. last week but I felt like what he was doing was basically taking away from her basically how she's processing mm-hmm. the trauma mm-hmm. like everybody processes differently and best believe like that spiritual communication very important like I've definitely personally experienced mm-hmm. um, different signs and things like that like through dreams mm-hmm. and like googling like what does it mean mm-hmm. and it's for sure it's on point for sure so for her to actually seek out you know like someone who's experienced in that yeah. realm I'm aligned I some way somehow it may sound eerie but I'm aligned and what she got from that medium wasn't off brand of what he was tweeting mm-hmm you know, okay. like okay. y'all got me. Like that's how he tweets. Yeah. So I'm, I'm aligned in some weird way, mm-hmm. but I don't like how he tried to like. But I don't like how she tried to um, basically make it seem like nobody was helping him. I think that's where I'm at. I'm just like. Right. I think in her message, like that's what it came across, and because before that other. Um, video footage was released. Right. I knew upon seeing that video, it it looked as though no one was helping him. Like that's what it looked like, right? Right. The but first hearing, video. Yeah, the first video that 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 we see. Right. But hearing the manager give us the account of the night and then seeing that other angle, angle. that puts everything in perspective. And then he also says he, he's he's like none of these people have guns on them because we are with security. Right. Like they can't carry. Like Fire you know what I mean, and and he's also speaking like a manager, a manager. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna have my artist <laughs> with a gun. who is a felon with a gun. I'm aligned. This is what we have security for, right? And he talks about how security tried to go back to the car to get the weapon. Like it was and, a big and thing. then how police end up how Tim might have gotten shot by police. You get what I'm saying? So it's like real through and through. It just really reinforces our whole topic of local mindedness because Vaughn should have never been fighting that guy. I don't know what I don't know. Point blank and period. Like that's just bad. I don't know what was so deep that you had to (sighs) at that moment but but I think what it is is like he's used to because even um, 600 Breezy came forward and was like um this is what we do. Like, you can't tell us, like, to not Facts. step yeah. out of that because this is how we came up. Yeah. Like, in fighting and, like, mm-hmm. fighting for respect and stuff like that. But I feel like, too, Asian Doll, she's definitely local-minded because her whole thing is how they all, like, nobody did anything, even though right. she wasn't there. Right. She's not saying, like, oh, this situation should, should never happen. Mm-hmm. She's not trying to, like, de-escalate the situation even though it happened already. Like, her whole thing is nobody was there. So she's trying to point her finger. Yeah. You know, which is local-minded. Like, I just feel like she's stuck up on the fact that he was such a stand-up guy. He's real, and he was so raw in yeah. all these words that begin with R. I'm crying. But the reality situation is, like, it was local-minded. It was stupid. It should have never happened. And, unfortunately, it claimed the life 
of someone who had so much potential. Absolutely. And then lastly, you know, T.I. caught himself in the midst of some shit in, oh, in regards to King Von. He and literally almost like, got my tech point for this week. This checkmate for this week. Because it's just like... So literally. Literally that Monday. So last Monday, he shares on Instagram, we love the black posts and the white letters. He goes, Atlanta is a beautiful, progressive city filled Spammy. with black excellence. Spammy. We uplift each other and win together. Stop coming here to kill each other. That Spammy. shit is played out. Spammy. Then he captioned the post, handle your beefs in your city. Spammy. Thanks in advance, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just poor taste. Like, everyone came for him because right now, the only thing fresh in our minds is Vaughn's death. Exactly. And he's trying to say, like, oh, I would never, you know. In Atlanta. Blah, 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 oh, whatever. Oh. But it's like... One, apparently Quando Rondo is from Atlanta. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) And then two, but also just like, I just feel like it was just poor taste. Like, I feel like you did not need to make that point at this very moment. Through and through. My whole thing is with this is like T.I. claims he's the king, the king, the king. And he's Well, how come nobody checking with you? (sighs) That's one. And then, I, like, I just feel like in terms of, like, thing, like, we're fresh off an election. Where was T.I. when we need to, like, fucking mobilize the voters? Mm, chill. Where was the king? Expeditiously. Right. Doing and also, T.I., like, you had plenty of gun charges. I'm about to say, you live for a good gun charge. Le- literally had your bitch go down because you couldn't take With it. With you. Literally. So, for you to, like, come from this new lens of so high and mighty... It was just so crazy for me. And I'm glad, like, everybody, like, got him together. Yeah, got his ass. Because he had to double down. Because it was just, like, like, you really stepping out your body right now. It really was poor taste. And I just feel like, like I said, that message, we did not need to hear that right there. And not from you. And not Not from you. Emphasis on that. Because you are in no position, buddy. To come to to old position. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Point blank and period. Oh. Goodness. Wrap um, him up before 50 Cent get him. <laughs> 50 Cent was about to be on his body. Yes. But long live King Vaughn and um yeah, that's all. Definitely prayers wrap around Asian doll because truthfully she needs it. They need to check on her. I feel like she was never mentally stable and this is just really offsetting. Mm-hmm. You know? Like she is really just some hood bitch without direction and without guidance and just this death, I feel like it's just putting her more off track you know like definitely thoughts and prayers with her she made a song and that song belonged in a trash can like what terrible (laughs) like that's not how you put love and compassion and that's not how you mourn in a song but definitely thoughts and prayers with her his family specifically his children his sister like all of them through and through um, and for another quick update, Nick Cannon, he might be the new little tef- Teflon, okay? Because Nick Cannon and MTV, we oh. reported back a couple weeks ago, you know, Wild, Wild and Out was canceled due to um, some anti-Semitic comments made by Nick Cannon on his um, Cannon Class podcast. Mm-hmm. However, reports are saying that we might be getting Wild and Out back. That's a big check. Um, absolutely. And so, essentially, one of the uh, owners 
over at Viacom. Um, you know, they've been in close conversations. Um, and basically he shared that he is in, he is very impressed about how Nick Cannon has handled his own mistakes. Oh. Um, yes, he's leading by example. He has apologized and he's trying to learn to understand and help others to do the same. And right. he basically names that that is the type of partner that they want to work with. Oh, spammy. Just say the ratings was down and keep me, please. Child. Please. But here comes next. He goes, he believed in the show and saw it working on MTV too. Oh. He saw Wild and Out um, and saw potential for viral content. Um, and so this is something I'm definitely um, keeping my eye out on this. I'm definitely keeping my eye on this though, um, because this will be major for a black man to come back after DK being canceled. Being reprimanded. Mm, reprimanded by the white man, child. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black, so. Let's transition over into the big check portion of the show, because yeah. that was definitely a big check for sure. Yes. OMG. So, Whitney Houston. And She's still on the big checklist. She stay on the through and through, even okay. in the grave. Like it's crazy. Y'all not seeing her. Period. Literally, but <gasps> that was bad. Damn. Poor I taste. love Whitney. I love her though. Poor taste. <laughs> Don't poor taste me on. Whitney and the Notorious B.I.G. was indicted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And those y'all. are great. These are where like. Black excellence. The top of the fucking top. And just last week, what? She was the first black woman to have three diamond albums. Mm-hmm. And so they. this is just an, a... Uh, it's just such an incredible accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, I am saddened that they're not here to, like, really... Reap the Get the rewards, full experience you know? of, you know, going Reap to the, the induction ceremony and all this other stuff. But congrats to two icons in our community, for real. Um, I'm definitely giving my ch- big check to The Weeknd. Um, the Weeknd will be headlining the Pepsi Super Bowl um, LV halftime show for 2021. So definitely, he's getting a big check for sure. So my thing is, is that I don't think The Weeknd's music is made for. Halftime show? I don't think so either, but I love What is music. he giving? I can't feel my face when <laughs> Don't do. He gives druggy music. I love The Weeknd. Me too. Listen, I love getting into my little emo bag, but I'm just like, for For a halftime show, I don't think it's um, the tempo that we need, but it's a big check indeed. Like, out of everyone, they chose him. Um, The Super Bowl will will be premiering on February 7th, 2021, and he'll be claiming his things. Well, he better. I hope he's inviting some people out or something. He I don't probably know. will, knowing him. Hopefully, Ariana, so they can perform Ooh, off the table. Oh, yes. And so Ariana can give us some positions. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a My other big check is going to Asaya Branch. Asia? Asia Asaya? That could just be a fancy way to say Asia. I don't like the fancy ways. Mm, I don't know, Joe. Um, Asia. I like that. That's classy. Mm-hmm. Asia is Miss Mississippi, and she was recently crowned Miss USA 2020. Yeah. She's a beautiful black queen. She's 22 years old. 
And she's a Taurus. And <laughs> what? Yeah. She will represent the United States at the Miss, the Miss Universe 2020 pageant. So definitely big checks to her. She's been receiving a lot of backlash over things that she tweeted about the LGBTQ the community. As well as her performing at um, a Trump rally. Yeah, she missed me with that one. Yeah, but she's definitely getting a big check. Also, I'm giving a big check to Pharrell Williams. You know, his brand as of late hasn't been beats, even though that's what he became famous for. Mm-hmm. It's definitely become his unaging face, specifically that beautiful skin. Hello. So now, the god. <laughs> has tapped into um, skincare and is launching a vegan skincare line for all races and genders. It's called Human Race. Um, the brand features vegan cleansers, exfoliators, and moisturizers. Mm-hmm, baby. And he will definitely be receiving my money. Um, I'm also giving a big check to Beyonce, yet again, for teaming up with the Peloton um, company. Yes. Which they have like exercise equipment and a whole this bunch of different shit. This is so dope. She recently teamed up with them to give HBCU students two years of membership. So she's definitely trying to make sure you guys are fit. And you know what's so crazy? Like this is so like Beyonce is so motherfucking calculated. It's so crazy because her I her Ivy Park like her clothes are. Essentially, athleisure. Athle- yeah, athleisure. Definitely athleisure. And I didn't like it, but Monique got some. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, she looks fucking amazing. Oh, I think she has like a plus size line. Mm-hmm. But the plus size line, like you know, like with plus size clothes, like they don't look normal. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they'll look normal, but it's like it accentuates. Yeah. The plus. Yeah. I feel like. Her line, like how it tar- targets like um, plus size women, like it's really beautiful. Yeah, and you know, like it's not extra. Like it seems like it's really just for people. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't even seem like it's plus size. Yeah, and they also talked about, um, you know, like these two uh, that this this fitness company Peloton that. Beyonce is one of their like most streamed artists, oh, wow. and so like it made sense, sense like for like classes and stuff like that. And um, essentially, too, that they'll be offering two year Peloton digital memberships to students at ten HBCUs. So providing access to full library of fitness classes mm-hmm. through the app, and um, yeah, they have a bunch of different stuff. So this is really great, like so fucking smart. It's a big thing. You want me to talk about Blue? Oh, yeah. Um, so, Blue Ivy is now at the top of my list of kids <laughs> to run down on. <laughs> it's Blue Ivy, and then it's... Stormy. Stormy. And then Culture. Culture. Yeah. Because Culture's going to be hard to get to, because, you know, Cardi still got them goons around, so... And she still be fighting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Blue, what doesn't Blue do? Blue is an artist. Yes, She's a producer. Yes. Talent scout. And manager. now, not only does she get Beyonce and Jay together. She gets herself together. She runs into the bag. <laughs> like, okay. now she is an author. She's a narrator. Yes. On the hair, the hair love book. Um, this is a book that like went viral about like African, about black fathers learning to style 
um, his daughter here, and now Blue, she will be the narrator Her for voice the audiobook. Is so peaceful. Let me tell you something about Blue. So clear, so intelligent, so intellectual. I, I'm just really in awe of like. I'm so glad that like Beyonce and Jay really have a sense of self mm-hmm. and who they are. Because I think that, she, prevalent it, that it, you see that in Blue mm-hmm. of like how she is raised. Like it's just crazy to yep. me that this little woman, this little lady, is doing big things. Is doing extraordinary things. People so you, on Twitter are saying like it's really a big flex because when Blue was younger and couldn't even speak, like she was in headlines for her hair. Mm-hmm. Like because she was y'all natural. Really, y'all really tore this little girl down about her natural hair. Mm-hmm. See how it comes full circle? Now she's That's why you really gotta love check. your kid. Mm-hmm. You gotta see it through because people, it's a big flex through and through. Um This is amazing. Like yeah. I might buy this just so I mean, my niece can listen to it. Oh, by to put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Her voice is so clear and Congrats, peaceful. Blue. We love it here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm giving a big chat to Elsa Majimbo. I'm sure you've definitely seen her. She's like an Instagram sensation at the moment. She's like this African girl. She has her glasses and she be putting them on and off. And, yes! And she has a video when she's like, people um, say you can't buy love. <laughs> Here's my cash app. Here's my PayPal. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. She, like, she's famous for the glasses and laying down. And her hair looks a mess all the time. Yes. But she's definitely getting my In big shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's from Kenya. Mm-hmm. And she's just really been on her job. You know, in terms of like producing content, which we truly can appreciate. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely been getting the recognition she deserves. She's been featured in Vogue. She's been featured in the W Magazine. And she recently um, got recognized by the People's Choice Award. Yeah. So I'm sure a big check is following her somewhere, mm-hmm. somehow. So definitely shout out to her. I'm sure you all know her. Elsa Majimbo. Yes. From Kenya. Shout out to her. Um, another big check is going to Sterling Brown. He, the NBA Sterling Brown, because there's an actor also called Sterling Brown. Mm-hmm. But he is a basketball player and he basically had an incident with the Milwaukee um, police department where he was tased, tackled down, and stepped on over like a parking violation. And basically they tried to like settle like outside of court and he rejected that settlement. Took them to court and was able to Reach a proposed seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars settlement over fucking police brutality. Damn, they couldn't get my man a meal. <laughs> so definitely shout out to him for just ignoring his worth and just really combating police brutality and like other racial issues within you know Milwaukee and just basically like setting the precedent. Like if you feel like something's wrong, like stick to it. Don't. Let money be the motive for you. And you'll reap higher benefits, higher rewards. I love that. For sure. Um, real quick, Supreme sold to Timberland's parent company, VF Corporation, mm-hmm. for $2.1 billion. Dollars. I did so see this. Supreme is pretty much dead at this moment. Ooh. 
I was on Supreme when it was the whole process just to buy something. Supreme drops Thursday at 11 o'clock. You had to fucking register Tuesday just to get a spot in line to go in the store on Thursday. It was a big thing. You had to be there. And now... I don't know what it's becoming. I, it's, it is it is now unbecoming. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be dead. But shout out to the, the founders for securing that $2.1 billion bag. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's a really cute bag. The influence of Supreme is through, through and through. And last but not least, Cardi is on our big checklist. Um, for her recent collab with Reebok, mm-hmm. um, it launched and, um, you know, of course it sold out and, and we don't know how, <laughs> we don't know how, we don't know how, so Those these shoes? are this, listen, listen, they're, oh my God. they are called the, they are called the Club C Cardi. Those are the style of the sneakers. Let me just tell you, they're just terrible. Those sneakers are ugly. Through and through. I don't care. Those Even sneakers are ugly. Our package is ugly. Like it's a bee that opens into her tongue, and it says things like "ha ha," and I'm just like, why? Like we don't. That those sneakers are hideous. Yeah, I feel like those this are the sneakers is... that the goss used to wear in high school. <laughs> that's what's about that. I'm just like these sneakers are not cute but once again like i said cardi yeah like it's sold out they're they retail for about 80 to 100 and guess what 80 to 100 80 to 100 oh the, my gosh uh, <laughs> no <laughs> i said wow <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah they 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 range from 80 to 100 dollars okay However, you know stock X done got a hold of them and they are reselling for anywhere between $145 to $500. They could keep it. And I'm pretty sure people are buying them. Right. They sold out. Um, I'm just like, yeah, the sneaker I'm not a fan of. They're ugly. They look stupid. I just feel like whoever designed those sneakers need to go back into the designing room. Yeah, they copied. Copy what? The shoes from high school. Um. Yeah, like literally, I forgot what. Well, like it's giving me like a real bad like Balenciaga. I don't even think Balenciaga would make that. Like the fucking um the heel the sole is like a platform sole, but it's like a Puma. Like it's so weird. It was just it's just not for me. And this is coming from a person like back in the day when like Fifty Cent had his little run in the fashion world like Jimmy's sneakers were cute even S. Doug Harder's was cute yes like they were cute her for the time her shoes are not cute but this is very much so on brand with pastry mmm because mm-hmm. pastry was a hit or miss because pastry pastry I had one pair of pastry but they were like you the own those but, but they were the <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucking rude <laughs> one pair but 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 the pair i had it was so calm that you wouldn't think it think that they were pastries got you it did not do all the because the sprinkles low, and the this and the that they low-key copied um the this is terrible yeah it's like who these are black and nasties literally like I can see like what? the avon ladies wearing that shit with a long avon black lady. jacket i also don't even like the promo like some of this just look stupid. She actually got backlash for one of the promo shoots oh, when she had her yes. hands up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Chill um, to get online and apologize. Yeah, chill. But through and through, definitely. These shits is ugly. But shout out to her though. Profiting off of her influence because <laughs> that's about it. Like these shoes are not it. And it's like really cringy seeing people because she's been like reposting like celebrities who she's like sent the PR packages to. Don't send that to me. Where is the Ivy Park? Yeah. I want the drip too. Yeah. But that ain't it. Um, let's transition over into our checklist portion of the show. Um, this week, let me tell you something. COVID is back, and she's putting bitches in their fucking places. Hello. Putting y'all bitches on y'all Y'all needs to go buy some new comforters, some sheet sets, and pillows. Because you'll be staying the fuck home. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay. Won't you? Okay. Won't you? So, this week, we found out, like, there's definitely, like, new restrictions in New York that are put into effect beginning this Friday that just passed. Literally, um, bars and pretty much everything is closed at 10 p.m. Uh-huh. So, it's pretty much over, you know? Um, places like Chicago are putting into effect stay-at-home orders effective Monday, 11 Yeah, for, for like the next 30 days. Yeah, so it's pretty much over for everything nice. Um, Pfizer this week, they announced that they have a vaccine that they created which is 90% effective. Mm-hmm. And according to Trump, the vaccine will be available to everyone soon. Everyone but New York City. Apparently, Governor Cuomo wants to take his time with this vaccine because he doesn't trust the administration. He doesn't trust where this is coming from. And so, I'm aligned, to be a honest. I felt him, though. Yeah. Because speaking to people that who actually work in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And when they described to me the process of getting a vaccine, you know, it's too it's too early. I just found out my friend um told me the fucking covid test is $120. What? Did you know this? You have to pay for that? $120. Oh. My friend literally told me she took the test and had to pay $120. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Wow." That's crazy. Like, one twenty. And she was like that. They didn't even um fucking call her to tell her the result. Like she had to call them. Like talk about bedside manner. And literally, it's crazy because I had that conversation with her. I want to say like Thursday or Friday, and then I saw a, um a tweet from Elon Musk, mm-hmm. basically saying like he took the COVID test like four different times. And he got different yes, results. Yes, different results. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, we about to be back inside. I don't know what the fuck Trump is saying, but please know that when Joe and Kamala take office... Hopefully something good comes up to this. They putting us all back on lockdown, Joe. Oh, my. I did see um, fucking Let's uh, be very Joe clear. basically had a plan for, um, I believe, six weeks. Staying at home. Basically, he was saying like that would reduce... The um, impact of COVID on our our society. Yeah, our it's it, it's so crazy though because it's like now it's holiday season. You know, people are gonna be moving around. This We're gonna be in larger groups, and now. You know, states and, and cities are trying to roll out these, you know, re- restrictions, and it's just not the time for. Like, I mean, it's not that it's not the time, but it's gonna be very hard for people to abide by them. Yeah, exactly, and to like stay isolated. But also, this is all for y'all motherfuckers too, who y'all spent the summer traveling between Miami, Vegas, and LA, LA uh, and <laughs> and Atlanta, but y'all don't do the fucking due diligence and coming back and getting tested. 
I'm like, not getting tested I, for 120 dollars. I'll stay at home and drink oregano tea. Well, well, fine. Quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> but I've seen people on my Instagram that I really seen them in Vegas one day. In Miami the next. Bernice and then, Burgos. And then, and, but but then you come home and you with your mama and your kid. Not giving a fuck. Like not caring, and I'm like, that's really the real like underlining thing of like the people that are. The people that should be getting tested are not getting tested. Yeah. It's people that are coming down with these symptoms that be like, oh, let me go get tested. And now it's whatever. But I mean, I say all this to say, please shut down the schools. Oh, well, that's what you wanted to get to. <laughs> yeah. I just want to get to that. Just shut down the schools, I child. The kids are not learning. They not. It's just a wash. They not. That's what this politician has said. Like, instead of um, issuing stay-at-home orders, what you guys should really be doing is really emphasizing personal responsibility literally just like you told people to like stay six weeks six feet apart you should also be telling people to quarantine if they feel like they're suffering from certain symptoms yeah. as opposed to issuing a fucking statewide stay-at-home order but I, I think that's also like part of how individualistic we are as a country though of like everyone's gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do and not for the greater Mm-hmm. You know, not not think about how their actions may impact someone else. Triple and so it. that's why we have to do these statewide orders, because otherwise, y'all niggas is not going to do it on yourself, yeah. for yourselves, unfortunately. Terrible, but, terrible, terrible, you know, terrible, 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 terrible. What else? Um, you guys, let me just <laughs> get into some things. Mm-hmm. So this, I don't know if you got, let me set the scene. Set it, please. In terms of the YouTube, YouTube <laughs> in, the ter- in the world of YouTube, there's your Queen, your Clarence, there's your... Who else? There's a couple YouTube yeah. people. Simply Kennedy, Kennedy Simone. Mm-hmm. You have... Um, what's that guy's name? He has Moonwalking in Calabasas. What's uh, his name? Pontiac DDG. Oh, DDG. DDG. You have DDG. Like, you have the black. The viral names. Aaliyah J. Mm hmm. Was it Kelly? Jackie Yana. Jackie Yana. Mm hmm. Black YouTube influence Mm -hmm. is the scene that I'm setting here. Yeah. And then you have the holy grail of couples. Yes, yes, sure. In the YouTube world, we're talking about here, people. Yeah. In this world, the people who hold that position. Would definitely be DK4L. <laughs> 4L. And DK4L stands for Diara and Ken. For life. For life. For life, babies. Or maybe four until you start cheating. Stop! <laughs> I'm setting the scene. So. <laughs> Not to be mad. <laughs> really upset (laughs) (laughs) but in this world you guys like literally couples channels weren't really a thing like you had your influencer and then you know like maybe you knew that they were fucking somebody Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really a thing of you seeing them like together all the time on YouTube DK4L, Diara and Ken made that. They a did thing, that. You know, so that's to set the scene. They have 
earned millions at this point from doing so. You know, like they just peruse their fucking Instagram. Peruse Lavish. their YouTube. It's up. That bitch Diara got Stuck. a fucking shopping problem. I do she. I'm alive. Vintage. Vintage Chanel, Vintage Dior. And she just be like, oh, I got this. And let me show you my haul. And I got this Chanel. And I got this Dior and Fendi. A shopping addiction. Like I haven't seen before. And they basically got engaged, I want to say last year or two years ago. And it was a huge thing on YouTube. One of the most watched videos of last year, I want to say. Or probably just for them. But they have been doing this since doing this in terms of like being goals for couples, especially millennial couples. And this week, basically, the headlines were nonstop because basically Ken was spotted after the club outside at the let out. That's where all the mixy stuff happens. Literally. If you know, you know. But if you don't, stay home with your mask on. And Ken was spotted basically getting really close. Dare I say intimate? Low-key. You can use that word, intimate, Mm -hmm. with an unknown woman. Mm. And in the video, you hear people saying, like, is that Ken? While they're videoing. And you also see him getting a little handsy with mm. this unknown woman. Dare I say she had a nice buttocks? Yes. Mm. You, you can say that. You definitely can say that. Interesting. And to say the internet went up Ooh, would be an understatement. It was a fucking whirlwind on social media. From Twitter to fucking Instagram, YouTube reaction videos. It was up. And, and stuck for quite a few days. And me personally, I was a little flummoxed. I had a lot of different thoughts because I watched their videos for sure. Like, especially like home tours are my thing. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, they're building a house from scratch. Ooh. She was like, she wanted a two-story closet, Miss Diera, for her, all of her belongings. And they couldn't decide on the house because of that. So, they're building a house from scratch. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just so you know. But I don't really like Diara. Yeah. Um. I don't like bitches that create characters for themselves and she's one of those bitches yes she do she definitely gives me country bumpkin um she gives me hillbilly vibes with fashions i'm crying um she is just you a lot through and through you don't you don't like the looks she be serving she serves good looks pretty girl with the makeup on don't get me wrong however she's a lot and i feel like even in the relationship from what I've seen on the internet, like she definitely gives, like she's a child and he's the adult. Ooh. Yeah, like he'd be having to tell her like to calm down or don't do that, you know? Interesting concept. Because she's always on 10 and he's like probably on five. So I wasn't really surprised when seeing this, but I also was surprised because like, you remember that conversation we had a couple weeks ago about corny niggas? Mm-hmm. 
I would consider Ken a corny nigga. He definitely is corny. It's just based off of GP. But I didn't expect a, him to be the one to step out on her. Well, did he really step out? You know, he did give us a dissertation. He did give he us a dissertation. He cited his sources with the footnotes. Yes, he, he did. So basically, you guys, just so you have all of the information, Ken basically spoke out after receiving death threats and a whole bunch of backlash. Calm down. It was from the YouTube bots. You know, I think the Nobody. fans are really diehards because oh, really? even on Twitter, like, it was up. Like, they were saying, like, if Diara can't keep him home, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you okay. don't have a chance. But... Basically, Ken was saying that it was an innocent encounter and that they had no communication afterwards and no communication prior to. Mm -hmm. They were friendly, if anything, because she recognized him from his influence and his platform. Mm -hmm. He also mentioned that the only thing he is guilty of is touching her ass, Mm -hmm. which for me was everything. (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't you agree sister yeah. <laughs> cause let me tell you something it was it was crazy like I felt him like his dissertation I, I genuinely did feel him but then it was just like you palmed her ass why did you palm her ass it you was could have so her ass in the spot you don't you do that you should have been touching her ass period but if You're you engaged. was going to touch her ass touch it while y'all was in the spot together though that too like and I'm just like you know you wait till you like why are you doing that it really just emphasized the fact that he was guilty very much so and, and that he might have had intent for other things hello and I feel like if he did this like it's just a door to the other things that he's been doing mm-hmm. you know because according to what he's saying she recognized him from his platform YouTube and all mm-hmm. that being with yeah cause his brand is Literally Diara. attached to Diara. So she recognized him from being with Diara. So she said, hey, hello, da 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 Maybe Bitches, can- yo, bitches be devious. Very devious. To Very- go into the game and get you caught up like that? And you literally know what's occurring. <laughs> but to see him, da-da-da, recognize him, ask him for a picture, say what's up to him, da-da-da. I just want to know what made him palm her ass. He was feeling it. That's why he's guilty, and I that's why I I'm... I would have knocked him out. Diara... Mink, mink, mink. Let me tell you something. Diara's at home plucking out her eyelashes, having sleepless nights, thinking about where she could have did right, and how did she get so wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Shut up. I'm pretty sure, because I don't think she could have ever fathomed something like this happening. Ever in her fucking life, like she but couldn't that's imagine. About these YouTube couples, though, it's just like no, that's any bitch. Period. Oh, true. Because imagine, like you really built an empire with this nigga, like really an empire. Like y'all have coins coming in just out of nowhere from videos y'all, y'all did like three years ago. Y'all got engaged. Y'all traveling every now and then, really giving bagels, all this shit. Embarrassing. And you really extended his leash to have him going outside by himself. And yo, that's what I wanted to speak <laughs> on. I'm like, and this is be the reason why bitches don't be wanting a man or whoever to, to go them. out without them because look at what you do, fucking clown. <laughs> like you blew on. Like why are you doing that? 
I know. She's sick. And you know, she got two cats. I'm sure she at home with the cats. Like, oh, God. Boo-hoo. Not the cats. But, well, they, well, they live together, so. They, they are building a house together. They yeah. have combined bank accounts. He will be talking about, you know, I apologize for the hurt and this no. and that and the embarrassment. This bitch hasn't posted in six days. Let me tell you something. Diara, Diara don't, don't miss. Diara don't miss. Diara One thing she's going to do is post her outfit. Diara is somewhere crying in the Tesla. She is definitely crying in the Tesla. For sure. I for know. Sure. She's having sleepless nights. Sleepless nights. 100%. Like, it's really a crazy time. There's no way, no how, because she could not fathom this happening. Like, basically, he was on her body. They were combined at the hip. Like, and this is what I was talking about last week, too, when I was like, even when, you know, like, you're in a relationship and you find out, like, oh, something is going on, or you feel, like, your intuition is telling mm-hmm. you, like, oh, like, this person's not the same. That pressure to keep it together because you guys are so intertwined. Mm-hmm. This is intertwined <laughs> because now she looks stupid to the family. The friends, she's a fucking joke. The followers, the followers, she's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like you're really a monkey. If you stay in this relationship, you're a monkey. But you know they are going to stay. I don't think so. They're gonna stay. I feel like they never had an issue this big before. Mm, I don't know. This public too. The public it's the is public everything, and I feel like Diara is the type of girl, like her image is her life. She's definitely given that like the way how she shops, the way how her Instagram is set up. Even 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 with her body. Yes. Just like you know her losing her weight makeup, and blah blah blah. Cause she wears makeup to the fucking bathroom. She's a fool. Her life. I really don't care for her. It's public opinion. Yeah. So I know right now she is going through the motions. Like I said, six days. This bitch don't miss a post. I'm she's on the page. She's done with him. I feel like right now she's in a mess of packing her things mentally and leaving. Well, that's how good crumbles. Listen, these <laughs> niggas going to step out and this is what they're going to do and there's nothing you can do about it. But honestly, like it really just gives me But try me to hope. find a better, well, well, well-trained dog. There's really no hope for, like, because this was my whole theory before. That's what me and you was arguing back and forth and you was talking about like these um, corny niggas as clowns and the da. Because I was saying like, if you, like there's more potential, more stable future in a corny nigga. And then here we are, Diara and Corny nigga, and he's really out here flexing on her. Like, you couldn't keep him home, Diara. Like, what will? What will? What will? <laughs> <laughs> what will? If you can't keep him home, what will? But also, it could be the fact too. Like, I think oh there's gosh. also something about like what people fail to realize, and I think what they don't want to speak about in terms of relationships of like spicing it up and like not just spicing up but like things being mon- mundane so like for us Diara and Ken like their life yes it looks so crazy yes they're vacationing they're bagels blah 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 but maybe for him that's just mundane and maybe I want something completely different but or maybe or maybe it's like I'm feeling like I don't always want to do that Diara like you said is always on go she's on go Ken is laid back he is. like he's a man of few to little no words like you know yes. what I mean and so it's like I mean, granted, I'm not saying that, you know, he's out here actively seeking other women, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, The fact not? that your hand was on her ass tells that me was everything crazy. I need to know. You are out here seeking other bitches. And perhaps maybe you, maybe, maybe, them, they, maybe they're not being intimate at home. And maybe. Do y'all not giving him the pussy? I don't know, child. I don't know. But I would just, 
But this one goes to show y'all gotta stop idolizing these YouTube couples, these celebrity couples, because everybody's a fucking shit show. And Yo. and they all tell us that they do not know how to be in a relationship. <sighs> Some way, somehow. So stop calling people the, the goals. I'm here for the, the goals are done. The ghost is dead. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on. Like, they got... This is... Cr- I would be mm. so embarrassed. Yeah, my, I would be devastated. Like, nigga, they you have an empire together. Like, literally... I feel like they're the most just, followed coupled channel on YouTube. I would be so livid just because it's like, nigga, you had ample opportunity to do whatever, and this is what you do. This is how you get caught in some whack-ass video from... from However many feet away, all zoomed in. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm a cop him somebody because I do think Ken is a good guy. How good? How good? I don't know. How good can you be? Because you know what's at stake. You know, you're, but you, you know, know you're about celebrating, blah blah blah. Like she's a mutual friend. But even did she, she speak out though? She, she and she basically like confirmed. Co-signed his, what yeah, he said. Sorry, but it's just like. But what was funny was her baby daddy spoke out. Oh wait, what? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Her baby daddy name. Her name is Morgan Pierce. Okay. The baby daddy name is sounds like it's a husband too. Elijah Pierce. Oh, child. Basically, mamas haven't seen her kid in weeks because she was out perusing. And she out on the scene. Yep. Oh, she's trying to get chosen. And literally, he started his dissertation. Like, this is the attention that she wanted, right? <laughs> Not so, to do your baby mamas in like do that. Do her in. But what got me was, and this is why, too, like, this is just really devious because... What it's giving is like she went fishing. You know, like she knew she was a bad bitch because let's be clear, that bitch is beautiful. Skin clear, like she got a short little cut too. They literally put um her picture and Diara picture together and was like, You went from this to that. Hers you can. <laughs> but she is beautiful and basically what it's giving is she saw an opportunity and she went fishing. Her fishing was literally her saying, Hey Ken. Ken could have been like, hey, bitch, and kept it moving. But the fact that he decided to fucking beautiful. Oh, wow. She's beat. Diara, as much clothes, designer, shit that you have, you can't compete. Her face card has bigger points than yours. And that's just that. But Ken is still in the doghouse, the cat house, because you know they got two cats. Yeah, they got two cats. For this, because literally Morgan didn't do anything other than say, hey, Ken was the one that had his fucking hand on her ass, you know? And from these pictures, she do look like she got a nice ass. She is beautiful. Beaut- but Ken is still in the wrong, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ken is definitely wrong. Um, Damn, hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Because her face card is beat. Her face card has high, high points. Like, she's definitely scoring higher than Diara. For sure, especially Diara without definitely makeup. Definitely not in the fashion department. Hate the fashion. No, you know the pretty girls don't be feeling like they need to get fashions, and that's where they always fuck up. <laughs> like, you need to give as much fashions as you're giving face, honey. Well, but that's just that on that. We'll be definitely keeping you posted. This is a story that is definitely close to my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And let's just jump into more toxic relations with. <laughs> Ari. My fave. Herbo and Diane. The Dawn. You know when the Dawn got time on her hands? Oh man, it's nothing nice. Let me tell you. So it started with 
One thing for sure, two things for certain. Ari don't play about Yoshan. Period. And ain't nobody gonna play about him. Period. And I don't know why these two keep. <laughs> I wish they would just please. Leave her alone. Just leave her alone. Ari is not a nice girl. Yeah. And I just really feel like Herbal has to know whatever bitch he's with, whether it's Tatiana, the next bitch, unless you're getting another bitch like Ari. Like, no bitch can handle her. Yeah. She's not nice in anything. She's rude. A rude y'all. Yeah. For sure. And so it started with this, this photography. Photographer. Yeah, photographer um, posted a picture of Yoshan's face blurred out, but he was sitting in Tiana's lap. Okay. And she comment on the picture like, um, "Wait, is it Tiana or Taina? Because Taina, Wendy Tiana, fucked it up. What she said? T. I think it's Taina. Taina. Taina okay. I think it's Taina. Yeah, I think it's Taina. Um, and essentially, what did Ari say? Ari." Ari was basically like, um, please delete this picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She goes, sweetie, please don't post my son and another girl. Remove this. Right. And, and I like that because it, was, it wasn't it was really like shit. It was very direct. Yeah. And so where it went up. Was on Twitter. Was on Twitter, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so um, someone responded, a fan had responded, like, I don't understand um, the point of them posting that picture of Taina and your son, hashtag childish. And then Ari said, I don't want my son in public with her holding him because she told me out her own mouth that Yoshan does not like her. So I don't want my son uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that's the part that got me because I was just like, Taina, baby, like, why did you feel the need? I'm calling Kat. No, I feel like she really did. I feel like Yoshan really said that because I don't really hear that boy speak. I don't think he could talk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So how? So I'm like, how do you really know that? Basically, from what I got from other tweets was every time, because I guess Ari and Taina, like, they're actually cordial. cordial. <laughs> Perfect way. <laughs> cordial. <laughs> so whenever, um, I guess, they basically be using Taina as a fucking babysitter. She's a fucking clown but just like her mother but whatever oh shit oh shit oh <laughs> after your mother went so whatever yeah. I'm not let me stay on track yeah leave Emily alone she I just am. had I'm, a baby I'm gonna leave her alone but um, Ari was giving that every time she called Taina to check on her kid she calls Taina to check on her kid I'm calling the father of my son <laughs> stop playing with one me one more time she called Ari the baby mother they are calls so the current girlfriend You're to bugging. check on her kid. Bitch, I will lay you out. <laughs> Get your house number. Right? Like, nigga, or see me in court. Are you dumb? She said every time she calls to check on the kid, the baby start crying to come home in the back. Right? So then I guess, like, they had a conversation where Taina disclosed this piece of information that your son don't like her and honestly that could have been early on in their relationship <laughs> you know but also I don't think that Yoshan has the words to say that but that's the there either you don't but 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 then Taina Taina and Herbo both took the Twitter so Taina twit- tweeted she don't have a Twitter oh this <laughs> oh why they got her up there that's why she went on oh, well, Instagram fa- was like her fake Twitter oh well her fake Twitter tweeted just remember hating people ain't happy and happy and 
and happy, happy people, people ain't hating. hating. But Herbal tweeted happy hoes ain't hating. Yeah. Okay, so she so she don't got a Twitter. Interesting. And that's why she has to clear it up because it was about to be a foot on her fucking neck. She knew about it, and I would clear it up too. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you see Ari? <laughs> Big body bends. Please don't, I don't crash. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't see a problem with that. Like, I think Ari was actually really respectful in how she went about. Initially. Like, initially. Because but honey, then, I don't know. Her and her both, they are so. They cannot talk. They can't even breathe the same air. Yeah. And I just, I'm just like, why are y'all like that? Because it's clear that they both really love their kid. Right? And that's it. You no, know, literally, that's Nothing it. Nothing else. And it's just like, why are y'all like this, though? I think it was one of those things that was sweet and then it became sour. And that was sour and it stuck. It, oh. Pretty much. Because yeah. whenever they have an argument, like, it just goes to his fucking health chart. And the health chart is saying and herpes. herpes. Yeah. Miss Ari said it's crazy how they found a cure for um, COVID, but no cure for herpes. And I was just like, when uppers go low, you go lower, huh? Low <laughs> to the fucking floor. Yeah. She... She's in the basement with hers. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, and it's just un- sad, too, that Taina, like, you just have to play a better the role. high role. Like, you just have to, like, really don't put yourself in these positions. Every game. A game. Because like if that like sorry, if that means that little Yosha is sitting in the seat next to you, then you do that you need versus to be six having feet him apart. Oh some mascot. COVID shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, literally. It's literally just, people's on Twitter like this is why I don't fuck with niggas with kids because his baby mother's always fucking crazy. And I was like, I see you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like that type of baggage you shouldn't have to carry. Not nice. And it's, like, it's, it's not like it's a one-time thing. No, it's an ongoing thing. It, it never ends. Like all it takes is a, a small situation. You be praying that the day mother have a fucking good day, so she don't disrupt y'all. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Ari and her, but they just toxic. Yeah, they're just toxic. terrible. In the land of toxic. Miss um, she's been well. I don't think we've ever really spoke about her much on this podcast, but she's well overdue. Yeah, Miss Larsa Pimpin, you are here. Welcome I'm, to the Checkers Podcast. Welcome, baby. bitch. You gave your tell interview to these other bitches. You should have came here. Yeah, because you, y'all, if y'all don't know about Larsa, she's a queen whore. Uh, I want to say a basketball wife. Yeah, she's married to Scotty Pimpin. Still. A basketball wife. I guess. A legend uh, was, and you really, you was really out here sucking on Future's dick, dick mm-hmm. and going back home to Scotty. And what does Scotty do to deserve that? Kissing the kids. But basically, Larsa has been in the industry for a while now. Um, she has several kids for um Scotty. A tired home. She was close friends with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, she was. She was close friends with the clan. And she basically merged into the clan. Um, she was one of the bitches that were definitely speaking out against young Jordan <laughs> during that tumultuous time. Mm, it's funny how you brought that up. Yeah, it's oh a full God. circle moment. Full? I needed to like lay the scene yes, out. Yes, you know? please. Because um, Larsa sat down and gave a little... Spiel. Uh, yeah, she in a little tell-all interview mm-hmm. where she released a lot of tea, and what she claimed that she dated Tristan Thompson before Chloe. Mm-hmm. 
And her exact words, I'm going to read them because this is why I just can't. She goes, I was seeing him, Trish and Tom's. Trisha Thompson. Do you think seeing is dating? In these bitches land, yes. Okay. I was seeing him. <laughs> Which means he was in Noble seeing each other on a date. Okay. That's how I'm reading that. Okay. Um, I had come to LA. I brought him to a party Kim had. Okay. I introduced him to all of them. Then a week later, or 10 days later, he started seeing Chloe. Yo, imagine... Imagine you bring a nigga to a function and he pull up with your friend next week. She <laughs> goes, which do? is fine. I don't even care. It's she whatever. Cares. You shouldn't care because you're still married to you are still married to fucking Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm the type of person who doesn't chase what's not for me. I will never chase a man. This is why I don't like Larsa because Larsa. <laughs> wait, will, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Let me finish up. <laughs> I will never chase a man. I will never put a leash on a man. This is what she was doing, Chloe in right now. Loki. Oh, a leash on a man? <laughs> I would never put a leash on a man. I don't do that. I feel like I feel like let you be great. If you want to be with other people, go ahead. I'm great by myself. Mm. And that's how she closed out. So um, let me tell you why I don't like Larsa. Larsa is one of those bitches that be really fucking licking her own ass. Like she in her head, like she's so up, mm-hmm. so high and mighty. So far away from everybody, like she's literally, she's like on the same wavelength. Of oh Milano. no, she's divorced, Bacardi. Huh? She divorced Scotty. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. They've probably oh, been divorced oh, for, for years him. now. Good but for him. She's on the same wavelength of Milano, like these boss bitches who really have no boss credentials. Period. And Harper's she pissed. Oh, yeah. She pissed me off because she was just like how um she managed Scotty's whole life and his prime and he even know what um bank that he banked that because she had Yeah, bitch, everything. that's the least you could fucking do, bitch. You wasn't out here on the court with Jordan. Oh, please. <laughs> you know, and then now she's all like she's trying to play like the high role given because basically this whole like Kardashian fall from grace took place a couple weeks ago yeah months maybe when months, Kanye went Kanye. on that rant and he basically like mentioned her in a series of other things mm-hmm. and after that a bunch of the Kardashians unfollowed her and she's pretty much just been on the outskirts she was with the city girls and fucking Taina a couple weeks ago like she's really Let's, just trying to figure life out right so now so another part of that interview she goes um Kanye has literally brainwashed the whole family into thinking I don't even know what he talks so much about me being this and that and this and that then she goes on to say Kanye used to call me at 4, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning I was the person that would take his calls when he wanted to rant I would listen to him I would be like I love you you're the best thing things will get better I was his go to person to call when he wasn't happy with X, Y, and Z Maybe because I blocked him on my phone because I couldn't bear taking his calls anymore. I can't. I'm drained. So I blocked him on my phone. Obviously, that that really upset him. So he turned that into, oh, she is this and that. The Kardashians all started to ride his wave. I don't believe that. But, bitch, I don't like the way this even sounds, bitch, because he's married. So, bitch, don't talk about you and my go-to. Hello? Bitch, I will line you up. Period. Kim really wants to sit there and say that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Kim, like, girl, what? You're but That's what I'm saying about Larsa. Like, she really has, like, this whole 
uppity, I'm better than, and she's so good and great. Like, you're not all that, sweetheart. You're really not. Like, your claim to fame was them and Scotty. And everybody left you. So now what? She's just a messy-ass bitch, but she's been messy. And, she has. Um, but we loved when Miss Jordan Woods stepped into the chat. Oh, absolutely. We loved when she did that. You know, she, she, had, she had a little tweet, make it make sense, with a little hmm, emoji. Um, she was caught liking, um, you know, a couple tweets just about... Shady tweets. Yeah, shady tweets. And as should, because this family want to sit here and fucking go after and tear down the fucking black friend but Larsa was able to peacefully bow out Mm -hmm. I don't like that I have racism when I see it and that's why you know what I am wishing let me say a little prayer I'm wishing that Jordan and Carl's Towns are in a nice fruitful relationship they really seem to be like friends Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm really happy for. I hope that is a solid foundation for them. I'm not saying that hey they're gonna get married, but I think hopefully. for right yeah hopefully. But right now they seem to really have a real loving like like corny relationship. Yes. Did you see the part of Larsa's interview when she mentioned that um, Travis said that he was trying to, she was trying to flirt with him? Oh, she came for she Miss Kylie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Kylie. That's when it went up. Oh wait, hold mm-hmm. on. Oh. Yep, that's a key part. And I was aligned because why the fuck would Travis lie on you? Why? Out of everybody in the fucking room. And Travis is a branch of the future. And then she tried to like (laughs) I'm just doing the math. She tried to like give, oh, you know, he has a song called The Highest in the Room. Maybe he was the highest in the room. No, bitch, suck a dick. Please. Spare me. I would never do that. I would never in a billion years do that. No. Honestly, out of all like Kardashian, Jenna, Kylie is the only bitch that's really bowed it. Let's really talk about and it. And I feel like that's that's when it really went up. Because Kylie, what? That's when it really went Kylie up. Kylie is not playing about hers. Okay. Like Even y'all bitches be out here, her. right? Y'all bitches be out here scared, but I'm not fucking with the ops. You shit. She barely be at the family functions. Okay. And she did have her foot in Kendall's neck. But Never forget. I feel like this is like Larsa is Larsa did some fucked up shit. And I feel like it's even coming out in how she's detailing these situations of the past. You know? Yeah. She did some fucked up shit. And I feel like she's always been doing fucked up weird sneaky shit. She's always been a sneak and a snake. A snake. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely be watching on that. Yeah. Um, and the lighter news, y'all. So this is my birthday. Is it week. really lighter? Versus <laughs> <laughs> um, season two is making its debut this week on, uh, I believe, Thursday, November nineteenth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we have spoke about Ti versus Jeezy. That was supposed to be the, um, the versus. As of yesterday. I was scrolling on Instagram mm-hmm. and I saw Gucci Mane post this flyer and I thought it was a hoax. No. And it's Gucci versus Jeezy. Jeezy. It's a big thing. We already told y'all that. Now, story. yes. I'm like, so a, a couple episodes ago, we definitely I gave detailed a Gucci and Jeezy's beef, mm-hmm. right? From back in the early 2000s, like, you know, whatever. 
And so I'm really trying to understand what this ploy was, right? Like, I'm really trying to make the pieces make sense of, like, was T.I. being used as a gateway to get? To go up? Yeah. Because remember when I when we first shared their, like, story about their beef, Jeezy was on T.I.'s podcast saying how he would be open to having a conversation with Jeezy, with, with yes. Gucci. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Feel many different ways about this. I feel like. Wait, let me give you this one little piece. So apparently, from before we, I saw this flyer. I saw headlines that I believe um, Jeezy had reached out to Guap, mm-hmm. and he respectfully declined. So this must have been a big check. Had to be. Had to be. But go on, friend. I just feel so conflicted, y'all, because this is like. Okay, just to refresh y'all, like, these niggas have real-life beef. Like, Gucci killed one of Jeezy's mans, and they made a song about it, bragging about it. In self-defense. And then beat the charge. In self-defense. Right? And so, it's like, I do not know how you put these two niggas in the same room, and shit don't go up. And let me tell you, even in promo, even in promo, it was like one line. And that line is giving big energy. What they say? What he say? One, um, <laughs> I believe Guwap said, I hope the little um, snow cone is ready. Because you know, Jeezy called himself the snowman. The snowman. And then Jeezy said something to um, hope little Guwap is ready. Hope he don't bring his clone. So. Like, I just, <laughs> it's very giving. hard to read because we are, we are on um, social media and so I just like I don't know if this is coming from a place of love or I would like to believe that Gucci and Jeezy are both grown men that are not I don't believe that they are the same people that they were back in the early 2000s at all mm-hmm. right I think they both both have grown tremendously however I cannot speak to I have I do not know what it feels like to really sit beside someone that really killed my man's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough like it's very layered it's gonna be tough to even watch I also I want to know what is the budget on security it needs to be high because I'm just I just I don't know what I I also don't know how this is going to translate on camera truthfully I don't even think this needs to happen (laughs) I don't think it needs to happen at all I don't know I don't know if they're gonna be in the same space I don't know if this is gonna be a virtual meetup I don't know how this is going to but if they are in person I don't know how this is going to translate in person I because like it's one, really giving in person based off the promotion but the thing is that these two men are really a, are men of few words yikes I just don't know what this like this whole like cluster that they're curating Timberland and Swiss, they are really putting their names out there and on the line because this, this can go really, really left, left at any time. Really left. But truthfully, like, I don't feel like it needed to happen. <sighs> like, it didn't need to happen. I, I will say, though, out of this, I am more aligned to Gucci and Jeezy just because their trajectory. They came out, like, their debut albums came out around the same time. 
And we see two different, like, where I think Jeezy, Jeezy stay more underground mm-hmm. and, like, have more of a cult following. Gucci was able to be mainstream and have right. the bigger hits. Like, I'm like definitely Jeezy, on Gucci in Jeezy, terms of, like, the actual battle. Jeezy definitely has hits, but, it's like, Gucci, like, you know, we he has... More appeal. Yeah. Period. More mainstream appeal than Jeezy, mm-hmm. um, at least. And so I do think this is more fitting. I just don't know. It's, it's, and it's I just hope that the, that the security detail budget is very extensive. Yeah. And I'm praying for the best. But, I, I mean, obviously I'm very happy. I'm really excited to see who's going to play So Icy first. Um, will it be Gucci? Will it be Jeezy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. While we're in Atlanta, let's talk about Ludacris. Yeah. Ooh. While we... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like to put Ludacris on my list of like unproblematic kings. This right here is just not sitting right with me and a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <sighs> I would just get right That's into it. Yeah. You know, Ludacris, rapper, amazing rapper, transition into acting. We know him for being in Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, however, his latest movie. It's going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is called The Ride. Yes. And this is an indie film. It stars Chris, Ludacris Bridges, Shane Graham, and Sasha Alexander. Apparently, it will be available November 13th. Yeah. So, it's already out. I believe on yes. Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, this is a small budget. You know, this is a very small budget role movie. Um, he hasn't been in this small of a role like budget um in quite some time and so essentially the ride is a sports movie and it's adapted by the true story of the scottish bmx uh writer john i cannot pronounce his last name boltingen life mm-hmm. and so essentially it follows the life of um john from a young childhood growing up in a white supremacist family making his way through the juvenile detention system system and then being adopted by an interracial couple who introduces him to the world of BMX biking. Mm-hmm. Drum roll please. Ludacris <laughs> is the is his adoptive father. Right. And so this is this doesn't, you know, really this is isn't going over well. In our community. It's not sitting right with me. I'm all for like, you know, having roles that are, you know, outside and challenging your craft and all that other stuff. But for you as a black man Mm -hmm. right now, in the height of all of these racial injustices, as a black man, to play the role of an adoptive father of a teen, of a white teen that comes from a white supremacist family, I can't. Yeah. It is not spiritually, ethically aligned to me. The key thing that people are like taking away from I cannot the synopsis is the fact that it reads that Ludacris overcomes the kid white supremacy rather than the kid working on his own bullshit to become a better person. And pretty much they're saying like that's a reflection of what society is. Society is. And I guess they're tired of that narrative being pushed within film. 
that's the key issue. I also just don't know. I mean, so like, I don't really think it's a I ludicrous think, issue rather than a. I don't a, think. Well, I think it is. Part of it is that like him you, for picking that role you, or yeah, you accepting chose this that role. And then I tried to be like, well, maybe this was like you know, film. You know, indie films take a longer time to be produced. Blah blah right. blah, right? But I'm just, but I'm still thinking that like any time wasn't the right time for this. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I'm thinking even if this was made five years ago. Yeah. Trayvon Martin. Like I'm. I'm not. I don't want to see a black man playing the fucking father to a white supremacist teen. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to see that. Because it's basically making it. Like, it's our problem to fix. Yes! No! Racism is not black people's problem to fix. Sorry, yeah. whites. You fix it. Yeah. You so started I think that's it. that's, like, the main issue. And I feel like little Chris is probably just fucking broke. And he needs... No, I know. He's... One thing Chris... No, Ludacris is not broke. He probably is. No, he's Free not. Free to accept his role. On a fucking Fast and Furious franchise? No, he is not broke. I don't know. Luda is doing... Build his repertoire. <laughs> Luda is doing very well for himself. I feel like he just bought a fucking island. He did. Yes, I feel like, like this he is bad he does choices. well for himself. Like I'm. So he didn't need this. He did not, which is why I'm so concerned. Like I don't know why he's thought this was okay. Yeah. Okay. I definitely won't be watching this. Like I'm tired of. Yeah, I'm all set. I'm definitely not watching. No. I'm, I'm tired sorry. of like aside from this. Like I'm tired of like certain narratives within like the black film industry mm-hmm. like i feel like we need to like excel in terms of like the stories that we're telling to the masses because yeah at this point like it's just same old same old like i'm ready to see more intricate plots like i'm ready mm-hmm. to see more character development like more every more budgets invested into our production absolutely so this is just you know but now let's transition over into our checkpoint. So a couple different topics are going viral this week. Ooh la la. And the first one, which I felt like was a really interesting checkpoint for us, is this group of people, I believe it was like a podcast or some type of mm-hmm. video that they're working on, YouTube maybe. And a woman said, basically, it's gay for a man to bring his friend soup if he's sick shut up I hate bitches (laughs) like please let's just what a little quick little these but these be the same bitches that be like yeah my girl gotta call me to the to the fucking bathroom thank you thank you thank you what are y'all saying it's gay for a man to bring his be happy that he has healthy male friendships it's gay for a man to bring his friend's soup if he's sick like what world are we living in people like the fact that this even came out of your mouth just terrible like where's your sense of humanity you know like this is just beyond me like if somebody's sick you can't bring them soup because it's like so guys can't be nurturers nope only women yeah Clearly, but if he had the next bitch bringing him soup, it would be an issue. It would be a it's you. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a whole Come conference call, all her homegirls ready to jump somebody because he brought this bitch soup, but he can't bring his friend 
soup. So sick. dumb. Like, it's just so stupid. At this point, like, I just give up on society and just the way people perceive things, what people classify as what. Like, I'm It's just dying. so simple-minded. It's just so, like, 1D. Literally, 1D. <laughs> like, it's... 1D. Like, people just... I'm just like... But I was even thinking about this. Like, I don't think I ever had a male friend bring me soup or anything. Oh. You know? So it's like, is this, like, internalized? Like, I, like, I definitely had, like, I was hungover and I had my best friend also, like, bring me Gatorade and a whole bunch of great things in college. But as far as, like, a male friend. Yeah. Never had it. So I'm wondering, like, is this, like, a thing? Like. But also, I feel like the way that she's saying it, she's painting it in an intimate way. Whereas, it can be something like, like, niggas pick up their friend's food. Literally, like, I'm like, like, it's, like, it's <laughs> nothing. Like, yo, like, all right, I'm about to pull up. Like, oh, you want something to eat? Like, the way how she's Like, you know, like, it. she's, like, she's adding this layer of like intimacy and like, like baby you know yeah like and i'm just watching <laughs> that but this is why men and their friendships like literally and i'm only speaking to about heterosexual men why they are not even vulnerable in their friend circle they can't they can't perceive it as gay like i love to see um i love to see romance yeah bromance like, I love to see that because that means something that, like, you... If you could love your friend like that, you could love me even more. Hello? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that means something that you have the ability to connect with someone outside of your family. Like, out, like... Right. You, you are able to create some type of relationship, some type of bond. With someone else. The fact that, like, I literally watched the video, like, like five times. Like, bitches be really believe. want niggas to be murderers and killers all day, then be crying. Literally... Literally. What is wrong with y'all? So strange. We are in very strange times right now. Like, I hate the dumbness. Yeah. Um. I also came across another video that's been going viral. And I feel like it would be a great checkpoint. Basically, this guy, Sue Surf, he was speaking on how like all the good hoes are cuffed. And he basically was saying, like... Niggas want bitches with experience. Hello. You know, like, she's going to be able to, like, suck your dick good. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. He was, this is what he's saying. He was like, he's going to be able to, she's going to be able to, like, suck your dick good and know what to do Mm -hmm. in situations. Okay. Because she's been in a thousand situations before. (laughs) Literally. I'm giving you what I got from the video. And basically, he was saying, like, she's going to be able to, like, maneuver because she's had to do, do that before meeting you. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's why he was saying, like, that's why the good hoes get wife, you know? And basically, like, I was aligned mm-hmm. because <laughs> what I was getting from it was... Like, she's explored herself so much to the point of, like, she's fully aware of who she is. So, by the time she gets to you, it's like she's helping you to just basically explore yourself and to, like, reach new heights in different 
departments of your life. And that comes from her being experienced. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like the video may have gotten a lot of negative feedback due mm-hmm. to the fact that the word hoe yeah. was being tied to it. Yeah. But the core of what he was saying was it was spot on. Yeah, like this whole myth of like you can't wife a hoe. A hoe. Or, you, or like you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Yeah, you're right. You can't. They will naturally just become one. Yeah. Right? Because, and I don't know. I think like the word hoe, like I said, I think that turns people off. But but I like what he did too because he basically made uh, um, differentiation like good hoe versus bad hoe. Okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and do the math and science on all of that. But I will say, from my experience, um, you know, my college years were definitely my whole years where I had a bunch of fun. Um, I learned a lot about myself and, like, other things, right? And so I look at my friends. I have friends who were in relationships since high school, right? And, like... You know, now that they're coming out of those six plus long years, mm-hmm. right? Now they're 25, they're 26, and now they out here getting to the shits. Like, now they out here having their whole phase, and they be hitting me up like, yo, girl, like, this is crazy. Like, they hitting me up, shaming, sharing their, 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 their stories with me. And I'm like, this is so crazy because this is what I experienced four years ago. You just catch like yo, I I have already done this, and but it's crazy because you've been in a relationship, and you felt like that relationship was the end all be all. But you're young, mm-hmm. and that's something that I always. I'm just like, yes, there are people that marry their high school sweethearts or whatever, blah blah blah. Good for that. But I'm just like, that is a small percentage of people, a very 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 small percentage of people. Very and so rare. I just feel as though. When you have other opportunities, like you need to really evaluate, like don't cheat yourself out of something, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like you spend these five plus years in a relationship. Now you fucking 24, 25, 20, 20, 26, and now you're trying to get out there and you just now getting into the dating pool or whatever the case may be. Right, and now you just learning, you know. Oh, it's fun having multiple hoes, or mm-hmm. you know, blah blah blah, or having your pick or whatever the case may different be. Different people for and, different things. Yeah, and you're learning these things. And I'm not saying like there's ever a right time to do your whole phase or whatever. No, no, no. But it's just like don't limit yourself. Yeah. Like don't be, don't be this, afraid of yeah. because I feel like that's exactly where this whole stigma comes from is other people's thoughts and feelings to what you're doing. You know. Like I will say, like during my whole phase, like. I, well, in the midst of my whole face, I was cuffed, but in the midst? I just, yeah, but that was like towards the end though, <laughs> but, but like even in that, like I was in a relationship for a year and then even like part of me and in that relationship was the fact that like I knew that I still wanted to have fun, right? Right. Like it wasn't nothing about my partner. It was just more so like. I'm not really willing to really be a full-blown partner right now. Like, I still want to be able to have fun. Mm-hmm. I want to be looking up in niggas' faces. But I want them to buy me drinks and I want to whatever. Or if I want to take you home, I want to be able to do that too. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? And um, I will say, like, I, I think, like, in that time of you having this, like, freedom and, like, you just doing, moving around in different circles with different people, whatever you're doing, Right. right? I think like you end up realizing, all right, you take from all those experiences of like, this is what I like. 
This is what I don't like. This is what I. This is what I require. Definitely. And this is a non-negotiable for me. Like you get all of those things. Like I from think, that fact, that time and place in your life, that whole phase. Yeah, I think like for myself, like I knew that I was ready for a relationship is because I looked back at like everything I have experienced from eighteen to dead ass like twenty three. Right. And I was like. Great. I know what exactly I'm looking for in a partner. What like you don't I want. yeah, like I know how my needs need need to be met. I know what I require, like what I need from a person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have been able to come to that if I hadn't Definitely. been doing, you know, my little ones and twos. Definitely. For sure. And it's just like yeah and also I think that we make the best housewives because I think that we're mad chill because we already know the vibes like yeah like you know my partner going out yeah whatever but it's but you, you don't want to be a Diara you walk by <laughs> yourself like a Diara and Ken because like I felt I, I feel like those dynamics of the relationships are totally different definitely like you know but you know could be me but yeah but I definitely think Especially as a woman, like a whole phase is definitely super important. It is very important. Yeah, like that's how you. F- Y'all think you're gonna be out here just having one dick and you and not happy? Like, like go lick some cooch, like explore uh, things. Not lick some cooch. I'm just saying. That's a description. You don't know. I don't know what they might be into. But literally, I had a conversation with some of my um, female friends, and they were telling me like through their whole phase is when they realized like. They like Captain Hooks. Like, they don't like the straight swords, you know? Like, they realize <laughs> that the Captain Hooks get them to where they need to be. Hello? So, it's like they wouldn't have gotten that information or that declaration. You have to do the research. Hello? So, it's just like little things like that. You have to be on the ground. You really have to know your body. You know? Explore. Explore your sexuality before... You get too old. Yeah, like don't be limited and have some fucking fun. Yeah, come on. And now let's transition over into my checkmate slash check yourself portion of the show. Why my girl on here? Yeah, um, it's not for the reason I think it is. My checkmate is definitely going to Kiki Palmer. Why? Cause you dating a white man? So Kiki Palmer woke up Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you so corny. She woke up Monday morning with food stamps on her mind. Oh. She, <laughs> she tweeted out this tweet that had the internet and pretty much all the blogs and everyone else up, up, up in arms. She tweeted, um, imagine if your EBC card can buy healthy foods, dot, 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 eyes, eyes, eyes emoji. And throwing through. Sure throw, uh-huh. Cause I really feel like you about to do her in, and I'm not sure some bell, but go. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a nice person. I'm not. <laughs> I just feel like Kiki, baby. Like I feel like she's someone else who, like, I struggle to like. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's something authentic underneath all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But she does shit for clout, basically. You know, like things that she says. Even how she responds to certain questions. Like, she's very much media trained. Mm-hmm, yes. This right here, I feel like she may have possibly meant well. But. <laughs> Why did you read it with malice? Because I didn't think that she was sitting here shunning people on EBT on what they should be spending their money on. I think she was but giving the cards, a critique to the fucking government of, like. No, the cards can buy whatever the fuck you want in the store. 
<laughs> Anything you want in a supermarket, you can get it on an EBC card. Why the fuck you think bitches be filling up their fucking cards? I know, I'll be buying them too. If you see a bitch if with a full card in a supermarket, she's on fucking food stamps. I don't gotta ask Christ. Like, that's stamped on. And they be having broccoli, carrots, collard greens, what they mac and cheese. I think cheese. Kiki was making a point that healthy foods are more expensive. So just say that. Why are you bringing food stamps and EBTs into the conversation? Now you're trying to be fucking funny. <laughs> now I'm going to fucking get you. You get her. You get, like... You get me. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't coming out. Mm-hmm. But, bitch. <laughs> like, mind your fucking business. <laughs> That's first off. And I feel like, too, like, what is it to you? What is it to you? Like, literally, like, people, they don't have much. When they get these cards, like, they're trying to make the best of a fucking mm-hmm. situation. So, of course, they're trying to get their fruits and veggies. They're also trying to get shit that... That's going to feed their fucking family. Feed their family. And if that's Chef Boyardee, did you see that meme that's going around? Mm-mm. The average black kid has, oh my God, has, has more, more spaghetti, spaghetti than, than an a, Italian man. Like, that is facts. Stamped on. I hate you know, spaghetti. And that's not coming from the government or people not being able to afford healthy food. It's coming from convenience and sustainability. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a bigger issue at hand. But you woke up Monday morning with EBT on your mind. EBT on a brain. <laughs> <laughs> Got a black noun called a BET. Okay. School niggas with a GED. So this is why we are where we are with you, Miss Kiki, because you're so fucking tone deaf. She do be missing a mark sometimes. Did you see? They was like Aquila in the EBC. Aquila <laughs> <laughs> <Kila> in the EBT. <laughs> that is. Mind your fucking business, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're so annoying. <laughs> and that's just that on that. Damn girl. Checkmate, whore. <laughs> like, well, I have some. I, I believe this is also Monday morning. I took to my timeline, and boy, was they doing her in. They wrapped her up like a chuturo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't breathe. <laughs> Let me tell you, the internet, Miss Eva Longoria. <laughs> They did you. They did and fever. He did her. They and did you. Like, I think they did you in so bad that I don't... <laughs> like, I'm going to try to do you in some more, but I think they might have already got... It's up. Yeah. So, essentially, um, Sunday night, um, last Sunday, she appeared on MSNBC, mm-hmm. and she was asked about how Latina voters have contributed to the president-elect Joe no, Biden. it wasn't even about the Latina voters. That's the part that really got people up. But, so she goes, the woman of color showed up in big ways. Of course, you saw in Georgia what black women have done, but Latina women were the real heroines here, beating men in turnout in every state and voting for Biden-Harris at an average rate close to three to one. Mm. Latino women are the real um, heroines here. This is um, somebody uh, on Twitter that responded. You just dismissed black women's efforts when even Joe Biden acknowledged it. Stop it. Right. It was just bad. It was bad for a couple of reasons. So basically, it was bad for a ton of reasons. Her, her response to it is basically she was comparing it to Latino, Latino men. men 
that's like her main response. However, the way how she worded it came off. It was terrible. Terrible. But I, why? Even knowing like what she actually meant based off what she how she cleaned it up, mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of Latino or Latinx women share that same POV. Like for some odd reason, they feel as though like they're underrepresented, especially in comparison to Black people. So let's stay right there at this okay. point. Okay, <laughs> because that's where I'm coming. Um, that's my real issue. And I think we have discovered this uh, um, over the course of these episodes of like whenever I, the real issue is, is that Latin ex folks, y'all just refuse to acknowledge that y'all are black. Yeah. So and so you, so you separate yourself at any cost. And by doing that, you shit on black people definitely you shit on black people i think back to being in college right and we talked about how black and latino representation right but let's be clear our college dre and our and 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 i alma mater mm-hmm. 15% of y'all was latinx it was less than 8% of black students and on that campus in corporate america like i can speak to my working experience have, having to graduate what five years out it's been a thing of in these corporate spaces there's more latin x people why because people. they're passable yes and they're more quickly to conform oh to, to listen y'all puerto ricans think y'all came from spain y'all didn't but literally, literally that's it y'all like, came off more... the same boat i came off of <laughs> y'all just got stopped at a different island literally but literally that's it like they're more passable so it's like in terms of these spaces and representation and so like they'll get a spot before a black person get a spot absolutely and And the fact that they don't see that is what gets people angry and then it's just like Eva like I wanna you know I I commend you I'm not commending let me not commend I'm taking that out I don't commend her but I just like you know yes you're doing this whole I take full responsibility I recognize that I harm the black community and black women um you know blah 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 then she adds this whole thing of like I want to make sure that I use this opportunity to build solidarity um that is deep rooted in these deep conversations right and so she and so she apologizes you know she acknowledges that she wants to do better and blah 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 but I'm just like when is it like enough what hold on but this is the kicker and this is and she low-key getting some of my checkmate too because Miss Carrie Washington I saw that I saw came that came to the motherfucking with her cape on I the, saw the, the, <laughs> bitch this is not scandal I saw that I don't need you Olivia Pope and nothing you here can't fix shit bitch okay she gonna go I know Eva like a sister but she's not we have been in many trenches together she is a fighter for all women read below this is what she meant this is how she truly feels fuck all that please I don't first like a sister like but my whole thing is like Eva and and to be honest I don't need people listen I don't need no woman to be a fight for all women because guess what I'm a fight for black women only period period the feminist movement yeah spare me all, all women are not for black women Period. So I'm for so I'm going to fight for black women while y'all fight for everybody else. Period. And that's just what that's stamped on. Because nobody fights for the black woman, Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bland. Mm-hmm. 
the list goes on. Hello. But my whole thing is like Eva really is disconnected from. She's disconnected from even Latinx, to be you, honest. You damn near white to me. Basically, because even like think about like her claim to fame is Desperate Housewives when she was the only. Oh, I loved her down on that. I loved her too, but let's be clear: like it was a cast full of white women. Yes. And she was the only Latina mm-hmm. who was super passable. Like if you didn't, if you just saw the flyer, super passable. You would think that she was one of them. And that's her claim to fame. And ever since then, like she's been up. So she's not even connected to your everyday Dominican girl that's in the fucking height smoking hookah. Hello. She's not connected at all. So at for her to speak all. about a Latinx and blah, blah, blah. She in the same boat as motherfucking J-Lo talking about what Literally, she said. Literally. But I'll be your little black girl from the Bronx. J-Lo, go suck A-Rod's dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, bear me. Like, what there is in, wrong with she's y'all? She's not in a position to speak, period. Like, you should have just kept and on the playground like they asked you about the votes in general some way somehow you found your way to connect it to Latinas and da, 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 da. like you made that a Latin thing you know so through and through like I, I don't want it to sound like I'm against like Latinx people or Latinos I'm but, not but it's like but also I'm just tired of this same thing of like we have to explain to you how your words also hurt us and it's not even like it's a select few especially what and what really pisses me off is that black people work to include everybody else in that black in everything and yet we still get shitted on mm-hmm. and then the minute we are like black excellence then that's when they're like oh but what about us what we about haven't been recognized what about white women what about this what about that like mm-hmm. we we include literally everyone in and what it is to be black we even be doing the whole black and black and brown Hello? Y'all can't even give us that. Like, y'all don't even say that. Y'all just quick to be like Latinx. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just real tiring. It's like, it's the same conversations over and over. Like, these, these remind me of the same conversations we were having in college. The fucking, about the, the organizations, programs. the fucking programs of like, yo, like, if we basically target the same student population, why would y'all have two programs on the same night? Mm-hmm. Why not be mindful? <laughs> and it's a, a say, it's a conflict too within that community because it's like certain Latin ex people who are even like, let's I'm talk black. about let's talk let oh let me bring it back to college real quick. There she goes. You um, love a college. Our fucking Rainbow Month, we had a Latino week and a Black week, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't seen no Black re- representation at Latino week. Period. Yeah. But y'all want to run around saying nigga all day. <gasps> Better yet, y'all want to come to my Black Excellence Award and wonder why you ain't getting an award. You don't identify as black. You would never get an award from me. Are you dumb? I have nothing but the best for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really had niggas try to run down on me like, what? he does not identify as black, therefore you would not get this award. Oh, this actually happened? Let it get stamped on. Who wants to talk to me in front of the quad? I'm not jacking that. Like, I'm sorry. And yes, I have a bunch of Afro-Latin ex-friends mm-hmm. that identify as being black. And that's the discrepancy that I'm talking about. Like, it's people like that versus people who are, I'm not black. I'm not black. You know, like, they really connect more to white people. We've seen this over and over. We've seen it with Sin Santana, like so many times. Dashka from a bunch of them. Orange, Orange is the new black. I'm tired of y'all misspeaking. Like you know that your words, like 
at the end of the day, we are both marginalized groups. And so I was like, why do you want to further just entrench? Like, why? We have no idea. Makes no sense. Especially Too bad a hoes. Gloria. Bye, like, girl. out of all people. Bye, girl. Mm-mm. Yeah. And that concludes this week's episode. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Follow us on Instagram at The Checkers Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at The Checkers Pod. Okay. Game over, this is Checkers. Baby, you was playing Checkers. <laughs>